Hello, friends. You're listening to Head Table Talk, a podcast all about the ins, outs, and in-betweens of the wedding industry. I'm Allie. And I'm Meredith. Now, join us at the head table. Hi. Hello. Happy 2020. 2021. Oh, I just said 2020. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry we took a break, you guys. It was, so we record on Mondays. And as you all know, Christmas was on like a Friday. So we did mm-hmm. Josh's family Christmas on Friday. And then my family Christmas on Saturday. And then it was mm-hmm. my birthday on Sunday. So like at the end of those three days, like I was just dead. Like I, I was- it emotionally and like I just wanted to like not talk for I do want to let you all know it's Meredith's fault (laughs) I'm just kidding yes yes I will take total blame for it we were just like but we uh, hated like not doing a podcast but yes I did but it it was kind of nice to take a little bit of a break because I was just telling Mare at the end of the year I was just feeling a little bit black I would say I and I wanted to not be unmotivated in this podcast because I love doing this. We want to show up for you. Yeah. And I felt like I was starting to not, um, and I don't like that. So I'm back. I'm feeling good. I am still quarantining and missing my friends and think it's just been hard to not see people, especially like a lot of people, um, are seeing each other which is fine like we only don't because we have to see family sometimes and right just trying to be careful hopefully we we're able to get the vaccine sooner than later and things will go back to a little bit of normalcy but I wanted to see you on your birthday or at least talk to you and that wasn't possible but I have a gift for you and it's something that Why? you deserve because it's your birthday. Um, oh, no, I'm scared now. No, 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 no. It's a good thing. Um, and it's I've had it and it, it's not like a physical gift that I can show you right now. But I have purchased a facial for <gasps> you. Shut up. Yes. At Copper Fringe and Fringe. Stop it. And I told you the last time when I got it, it was magical um and you deserve it and i'm yeah, gonna cry I, right now all i want for christmas was like a massage facial. yes I, oh my gosh I, i'm gonna cry I Allie, thank you. yes of course of course um but use it to relax and oh my goodness oh i'm so excited i've never gotten a facial before oh my gosh i had never either and i liked it better than a massage so really yeah so oh I'm so excited thank you of course I appreciate you and I love you dearly and that's the best birthday present ever yeah it's a good it's a good one I (laughs) I can't you're good at giving gifts oh I try I either go with a super thoughtful gift um or a super like practical yeah more like high-end something like not just Mm -hmm. like so did you and joe like do gifts or anything this year yeah we did i got him an exercise bike Ooh. yes not a peloton because those are crazy expensive (laughs) yeah um but we just got like a stationary exercise bike because there's so many like 
apps and things that you can right. use. You can for use, it. and we both can use it. Um, I love that. We I love gifts go- that you buy that you can also use yourself. Yeah, I know. We were both going a little bit stir crazy, mm-hmm. um, and need, and we can't go outside, so we needed something to burn off some energy. And I got him a photo of from our trip in Mexico. Oh, so it was the week after. So he wasn't expecting me to have a yeah. print already made. Um, oh, and I got so that from, I shouldn't give them money until they're a sponsor, but I can <laughs> free advertising, but I got it from Framebridge. Yeah. And it was super nice. It came with like a, a little plate on it that said Puerto Vallarta 2020 oh, on it. Um, and he got me a massage chair thing. Ooh. Which is very thoughtful because my back is all sorts of messed up. I would yawn. Because you're such an old lady now. Old lady. You're um, an old married woman. I know. And then he, <laughs> so people don't know this about us. And I can kind of tell this story on a different podcast. But Joe and I actually broke up um, for about a year and a half in dating. And before that, I had gifted him one of those one question a day books where we oh, cool. both answer the question today for five years so we could like look back on last year's Mm -hmm. questions whatever but when we broke up obviously we stopped filling those out together and it's just been on our bookshelf I thought it was just on our bookshelf um turns out for the past year he has been filling it out to catch up to the start of 20 so we could start at the new year and fill mm-hmm. it out again um but he's been doing it on Saturdays when I've been gone at weddings oh. and so he gifted it to me so I can go through it and read um what he wrote and I'm gonna cry I know it was That's so, so sweet it was and thoughtful sweet. yeah so I'm able to especially because like last year was so big for you guys like getting married twice and like having that that's got to be so sweet yeah so I'm going through and rereading but we're also starting our questions over and then he also got me a picture frame of my grand my grandpa Mm. and I who passed away um sorry about that yeah I it was good though because he didn't suffer long like he was at our wedding um and that's kind of what you would hope for for somebody that it's quick and that they're surrounded by love when it happens. And I was able to see it happened the week before Christmas. So I was able to see um, some family that I wasn't going to be able to see for Christmas Mm -hmm. um, at the funeral and things. So that was two very thoughtful gifts and one practical gift. So that was super nice. And we just purchased the Oculus VR gaming system and we've been playing that together and that has been really 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 fun it's so Um, funny to like watch people oh my gosh it's ridiculous yeah what what about you and Josh um just because of the wedding next year we didn't do any like big gifts this year because obviously saving up for that so we just did like stocking stuffers um and then Josh got me converse for my birthday but we just did like small stuff um he got me a gift card to a plant store and then I got him just like some small stuff. We got like a Harry Potter cookbook. It's an unofficial one, but yeah, just Fun. small stuff. Yeah, that's normally what we do. And what we had planned on no big gifts. We had actually said that and we both kind of gave big gifts. So, but they're kind of things that we both can use. So right. like the massage chair and the exercise bike are mm-hmm. for both of us. It's just so hard for us with 
my birthday being December 27th mm-hmm. and then Christmas on the 25th and Josh is on the 20th. It like so many money spending events would take place in a week. So we just kind of decide right. like, like last year, Marvin was our gift. So like we right. um, just spent our money on our dog and yeah. just said like no Christmas and birthday gifts. So normally we like to plan something to do together right. um, and that's our gifts to each other. But with quarantine and everything that's kind of not possible so the oculus was a little bit pricier um and we decided like if we have it for a year and we don't play it enough we can always sell it um but for this year when we're staying in it's kind of nice to have something fun to do together um Mm -hmm. and he loves video games as much as i detest (laughs) how much he loves them but it's kind of nice to bring his interests into something that like we can laugh and play right um it's something where we can move around too because staying inside is starting to wear on me a little bit yeah um and winter we're now taking down the christmas tree and stuff um which is a big bummer because you know how much i love it but i took it down the day after christmas (laughs) i was like get this ish out of here we keep saying that we're going to, but then it's like we're being lazy and I... But then I like just, it snowed and you wanted like to see. Yeah. But we did just purchase... I keep saying we're not going to spend money. We did just purchase <laughs> an electric fireplace that's coming Ooh. for our living room. Um, so I'll probably toast to that next week because I'm sure I'll love it. I I need to put it together once. I think it's supposed to be here on Wednesday um so that'll still keep it like nice and cozy even with the tree down but I am excited to deep clean this house it's Mm -hmm. gotten out of control and I feel like it's hard with Christmas decorations up to actually like yeah deep deep clean I agree with that I had a little fun thing happen to me oh let's hear it (laughs) one of my TikToks went viral what oh you're Marvin my one? Marvin TikTok. It almost has a million views. Are you joking? I know. Isn't that funny? I'm not doing a is... little selfish brag here. I need to find it. I it has. It currently has 918 TikTok. views or 918,000 wow. views. Yeah. What's your? I changed handle? it. So I changed my <laughs> TikTok profile to just be like a profile for Marvin. Okay, so what is it? So now it's the same as his Instagram. It's meet.marv. Meet.marv. Okay, I'm looking you up. Oh, we forgot. Yeah. We forgot to ask Ben. Oh, shit. That's okay. Say we'll tag all this stuff. Okay, perfect. Oh, Marvin the Cockapoo. Yep. Follow. Okay. So one of yours, one of yours also has 86. Yeah, that one was from like this last spring. I left it on there, but um, yeah, it was weird. That one got eighty six thousand, but only like two hundred likes. But Marvin's got nine hundred and eighteen thousand views so far, and two hundred and thirteen thousand likes. That's incredible. (laughs) I've like always wanted to like have something go like a little viral. I know it's just TikTok, like. It's not going to make the local news, like one of those types but of things. Maybe but maybe you can get some Marvin, like, gear for him. Maybe you can swag. get some Marvin sponsors. It's um, just, like, it's kind of fun, you know? I was just, like, watching the numbers and stuff. I started, when I 
like before I, when I posted that video, I had 20 followers on TikTok and now I have 1500. So that's insane. Like you know, it's just a video of Marvin running in the snow. You know, what is the one thing that I wanted for Christmas that I didn't get? Well, there's two things. I wanted a table saw, but I'm just going to have to purchase that myself. <laughs> um, I wanted the buttons where you can teach pets oh to how to say talk. things yeah and joe says i cannot buy them because he thinks <laughs> they won't work with the cats but i think that they have some i don't know like if i can teach our lows just gonna be pressing say, food cuddles food, food cuddles food food yeah mom <laughs> mom 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 <laughs> all the time that is what would or outside yeah cat loves to go outside um but if I could teach Arlo to say mom love you I would cry (laughs) every day I would cry and it would bring me so much joy (laughs) he would probably just press it because he would learn that if he presses it he would get like cuddles and stuff I know. I want one to say scratchies, scratchies, so he gets good scratchies. Um, Oh my goodness! All right. Well, we've been talking for a while now, so fine. (laughs) Let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors, and then we will welcome our guests to the head table. Head Table Talk is sponsored by MC Brow and Lash Studio, a Des Moines-based studio. MC Brow and Lash provides services like keratin lash lift and tint, brow design, lash extensions, and more. And if you're like me and you're low maintenance and want to roll out of bed and look like a normal human, I highly recommend Morgan is incredible. We've both gone to Morgan for her services and we're both obsessed. I've done the lash extensions as well as the keratin lash lift and I've basically sold my soul to eyelash extensions. So yes. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes. So if you are interested in getting your brows or lash, just mention Head Table Talk when booking to receive $10 off your first appointment. And you can find MC Brow and Lash Studio on Instagram at MC Brow Lash Studio. Head Table Talk is sponsored by No Clue How to Podcast, a new podcast where two cousins, Megan and Whitney, are experiencing a pandemic and wanting to laugh again. Laugh along as they talk bad 90s fashion, embarrassing stories, uterus cakes, and more. Follow them on Instagram at No Clue How to Podcast and listen wherever you find incredible podcasts. actually didn't write an intro for today's guest because I know him personally and I adore him um so I didn't have to do much research but I wanted to give the backstory on how I met today's guest I was shooting my second like big wedding of all you know like when I started my business and I was getting out my equipment from the car and met this husband and wife duo that told me they were doing video for the wedding and they were super helpful and kind to me all day. And they were actually also just getting started in their business. And from there, we kind of just sparked a friendship and he was actually the videographer for my own wedding. Um, He's crazy, crazy talented and his videos make me cry every single time. Um, Please welcome to the head table, Ben Libby. Hey, thank you. 
Yes. I can't believe it's been how many years since we met? Yeah. Uh, two years. I think it was October. Yeah. And we were both 2018 of both October. getting started and now we're both doing it full time now. Right? Are you full time? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm full time yeah. now. What a time to go full time. I know, time. right? <laughs> I remember you, I don't remember if it was either after the wedding or something. You were telling us that you were talking to this guy. <laughs> and then it ended up being Joe. I know. Oh, how time flies. I thought that was pretty cool. I know. Oh my goodness. Um, so give us a little, in your own words, what you do, how you got started. Graphic Formation Films, by the way, is his business. Um, so yeah, just give us a little history. Well, back in 2017, um, I started the Facebook page, Graphic Formation, um, and I started it just with, like, I was just going to make, like, little graphic design things. I had no background in graphic design. I was just kind of a novice at it, um, and so I started making Snapchat filters for people. Um, we charged them, like, $10 for a Snapchat filter. And we did that for a couple months in 2017. And then eventually Snapchat came out with this feature to create the filters inside the app. So, I mean, we weren't getting any more business. Um, and then in it was like February or March, um, I got really into drones. So I bought a drone and I didn't have any like thoughts on using it for my business. Um, just got really into drones. Uh, went and took my part 107 test to get certified um and then eventually we had somebody a family friend reach out and be like hey would you mind filming my wedding so i filmed it with a drone and um an iphone with a, like one of those phone gimbals if you've ever seen those mm-hmm. um and i probably shot like 70 percent of the wedding with my drone <laughs> probably had way more drone <laughs> shots than i had iphone shots um and i gave him this highlight um the next day after their wedding, I like spent all night editing and all day editing the next day. And I just was like, wow, I really enjoy this. Um, so I did some research on like videography, wedding videography. I, so I got married back in 2016 and I didn't even think wedding videography was a thing that you could do, or I thought it was just for people like in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, so we didn't have a videographer at our own wedding. So I did a bunch of research and then I, made this whole presentation and took my dad out to village Inn and presented him with all these like video stats and how video is increasing on social media every year. And, um, I was able to convince him to invest in some equipment for me. And in return, I'd give him like business videos for his, for his own business. And then we started by offering, I think it was like three free weddings. And, um, once we did that very first wedding and, it was like June of 2018. Um, we pretty much had back-to-back weddings until December, and then it's just kind of been like that since then. Yeah, you are, I would say, one of the top videographers in Iowa, and you've done some traveling as well now, correct? Yeah, yep. Um, do you Are you hopeful that you'll increase that travel schedule in the next upcoming years, or are you looking to kind of stay in the area? It would be nice. I mean, it's kind of hard because um, couples don't, I mean, it's quite a bit of an expense to first mm-hmm. hire them and then get them to 
like pay for their travels and stuff. So most of the time they'll find somebody that's already at their location. Um, yeah. So the weddings that I have traveled with, we haven't profited from. It's just been um, pretty much pay for travel. It's like a free vacation pretty yeah. much. Um, but they are really fun. Um, definitely different than Iowa. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Your scenery. video of the bride that danced. Um, oh, yeah. For, we should put that on our Instagram because, oh my gosh, that looks like a music video. You did incredible. Like, it's so it cool. Kinda, it kind of helped that the, like, most of the guests, as well as, like, well as the bride and groom, they both went to acting school. And so, like, they were so good at um, speaking their vows, like, slowly, and um, they put emphasis on certain words. They, like, took their time, and the officiant was really well-spoken. Yeah, that's So awesome. it kind of helped. And then everybody just danced because they all went to acting school, and so. That's awesome. They were all crazy good dancers. <laughs> yeah, the, it's incredible. I glad to know that because I was like how do all of these people know how to dance <laughs> people were not dancing like that at my wedding let's just say I think, that <laughs> I think part of the thing though also was I'd never experienced a DJ that mixed before mm -hmm. and so this DJ that they had there he didn't have anything special no special lights or anything he just had a turntable and some speakers and I wanted to dance so bad when I was there. Yeah, that um, was huge for our wedding is finding a DJ yeah. that actually mixed because it keeps people on the dance floor for sure. Um, yeah, so those transition, those transition really periods are so significant. Yeah, and you don't think about that going into planning a wedding. Some people don't. Um, and so I think it's really important to find somebody that can keep the party going like that. Um, but what's your elevator pitch for why to hire a videographer like what would you how do you convince not convince but how do you pitch yourself to clients so usually I start off by telling them a little bit about me and Lauren um and I kind of tell them like my first thing is saying like we didn't have a videographer and it was our biggest regret <laughs> so that's yeah. that's a, one easy way to start um and then we kind of go into the difference with having a photographer and a videographer and how um, a photographer can capture still moments. Um, and um, the difference with video is that you can kind of get sound. You right. can feel more of the emotion. Um, and I mean, unfortunately you can't hang it on the wall, but it's something that you can relive if you want to. Right. Um, um, yeah. And working with you, cause we've shot, together and I've seen you work at my own wedding and you came and did an in-home session but with working with photographers you versus other videographers is huge I want to throw that out there because some videographers <laughs> are always in your shot you know like I feel like I don't know how you do it, but one, you're very communicative. So before even working with me, you had reached out to me, made sure that we had a plan for how to work well with each other, which I think is huge. And I didn't constantly feel like we had to split up our time between, you know, yeah. let's do video, let's do photos. Or I didn't always, I've worked with videographers that were constantly in my shot um mm. so i think you're very respectful of 
both photo and video and of the clients, because obviously if a couple books, a photographer, they want photos. Um, and you, I feel like you're very aware of that. Is that something that you had to learn or? Yeah, I'm just, so I'm a type nine Enneagram. Mm -hmm. So I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> they call them peacemakers. Yep. So I want to avoid drama at all costs. So for me, that means like planning way in advance. So like I've already reached out to photographers that I'm working with next year. That's like six months away from now. Mm -hmm. um, just letting them know, like, this is how I work. Um, I'm excited to work with them and stuff like that. But yeah, I've just heard too many horror stories about like photographers, videographers not getting along or DJs and videographers. And that's the last thing I want the couple to remember me by right. is like being drama from their wedding day. Our list of videographers is small because <laughs> I, I, I agree with you, it's Allie, hard. because um, it there's just some videographers that definitely just like get in your way and you know and Allie had mentioned you also do a great job with like initiating posing and stuff I we've talked about on the podcast before you know I love the shot where it's you know the bride kind of surrounded v formation with the backs of like all the bridesmaids same with the groom and sometimes I just feel like videographers are always just like piggybacking yeah. off of what we're doing which can be like frustrating yeah. creatively so I think he but, I mean you do an incredible job and you may say it's because you're a type nine and I'm a type two so we're very similar um but I I feel like it's definitely a skill to be able and as a photographer I don't think one is better than the other or more important than the other because when I was planning my own wedding videographer was number one on my list and <laughs> so it's as photographers we have to be I don't know mindful that video is huge right now and will continue to be just as important as photos and so we do have to work well with one another but I think it's such a skill for you to work well with photographers but also not being photographer shots and still get the videos that you do like it's not like your videos take a back seat or aren't as good because you're not standing in front of the photographer you have learned how to do both the hardest stuff to work with so i'm not trying to point out photographers but no. i'd say the hardest photographers are <laughs> the ones that are stuck with like traditional poses like look at the camera and for me i like can't use that because it just feels so staged There's and no movement. as a videographer when i'm making these videos i hate like going through my footage and just feeling like this is so staged mm -hmm. um so even like sometimes we're doing the right. portraits like I love doing sunset portraits mm -hmm. but at the same time I'm thinking like I hope that when they're watching their video they're not like these I was so uncomfortable during this pose yeah um so I want to get the genuine laughs the so I try to interact with the wedding party and stuff the, like that the best is when I'm posing and I get done with mine and then I'm like go ahead you know like let's have you Absolutely. shoot and then I see you do something and then I'm like holy shit do that again but let me <laughs> let me do that real quick um because I do feel like your work is so genuine and you definitely play to each couple's skills 
you know, or not skills, comfortability. Like when you, you reached out to me, you had said, what do you like in my videos? What don't you like? What, you know, like, how do you want your video to go? And I feel like you definitely played to us as a couple um, when you worked with us versus what, you know, videos are supposed to look like. Yeah, I do remember. Um, I, I, uh, I do pride myself in trying to make my videos unique to mm -hmm. each couple. Like, um, I feel like every, not just a yeah, formula. Not, uh, the term that we like to use in the videography community is cookie cutter. I don't want to make yeah. like a cookie cutter <laughs> wedding video. I want it to be unique to the couple. Right. Um, but I do remember that about your wedding video. Um, I remember you said something like nothing too edited, like, right. Like a clean style. We're um, pretty simple people and we don't, we're not very high maintenance and I just wanted it to be very like storytelling, you know, of the day. Absolutely. Um, and it was nice to be able to tell you that because I'm, I love the videos that are more edited, but for my, our style, it was, I don't know. I, it's very nice to have a videographer that was so open to what we wanted as well. Um, but I know that I could have been like, do whatever you want. And I probably would have gotten exactly what I wanted anyway, because I feel like you're very perceptive to what the couple's relationship and style is like. Um, like when you described us, you're like, you're very in your video, like gentle and simple. And I feel like that describes us perfectly, but also very weird. I apologize for you having to witness our whole wedding because we are odd ducks. Like, <laughs> no, I, I thought, I thought your wedding was good and, I, and your highlight will be like very easy to edit because you had a clear story, especially with the speeches that you guys gave at your reception. Oh, yeah. Like, I guarantee you your speeches will be in a good chunk of the okay. video. Good. Um, it was one of my favorite parts of the day was to listen to everybody's speeches. I have a little bit of a personal question to ask for you. So I'm always wondering how, as a photographer, I can better help a videographer. Like, are there moments of the day like you wish that like photographers would just like stop for 30 seconds using their flash anything like that that photographers can do better to help out videographers in general i love so i mean flash is kind of a big one i can kind of remove flash um it, it'll kind of look stuttery though in the video um yeah but i also know that like sometimes in certain situations you have to use flash there's nothing you can do like receptions are usually really dark right. um it's like there's really nothing you can do so i know some photographers have the option to choose a silent shutter mm -hmm. so during moments like the first look and stuff is huge then we don't hear it in the audio depending on where they're standing though sometimes sometimes the audio can uh, pick it up but other times it can actually hide it that's good to know because usually we just use like our silent shutter for like the ceremony but mm -hmm. that's good to know that like if we use it for like first look or like if they're reading like letters yeah, reading to letters too is to do it one. then as well um, it's pretty easily pick up the sound of the camera um so you i have a list you know when people my couples reach out and they're like who do you suggest for video you're on my list um you're number <laughs> one and then it's like reed who works with you and then it's ryan parsons and then you know like you have your list of preferred vendors that you work with what makes a photographer 
get on that list? Like, is it the relationship that you guys have? Is it the, the working styles? Like, what do you look for when you're looking for a, you know, like if you could build your super team of wedding vendors, <laughs> what, um, what stands out to you? I think it's usually the photographers and other vendors, DJs that make, like make us feel included. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's still growing. Like videography is still um, kind of a new thing. Not everyone hires a videographer. So sometimes we show up at weddings and we feel like the photographer runs the show. Um, Where like for me, I want it to be like a team effort. So usually it's the vendors that um, are doing it like during wedding party stuff. They're like, all right, Ben, did you get everything you need? Um, They're like checking in to make sure I got what I need. Um, DJs are asking us before they start toast they're like hey are you ready to go like do you got your cameras rolling and right stuff. so stuff like that is, is huge um and i mean also the photographers who understand the value of video is pretty big too yeah i love i can't wait for my highlight yeah. real <laughs> i we have watched our like sneak peek probably a hundred times I cried (laughs) we both cried the first time and Joe didn't really understand video when I was like this is what I want he was like I don't like I show him your other highlight reels and he's like cool I don't know these people like he doesn't but then when he saw ours he was like I'm so glad we did this (laughs) let's get I'm glad grooms are usually the hardest ones to convince Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely do you have a favorite like section of the day that like really just always sticks out to you like for me it's the first look with the father or like the father-daughter dance is there any part of the day that like you just really love I mean yeah the first look's usually pretty pretty good some of them though you can tell there's like I know when I did my first look I didn't want like anybody there so I can almost feel the groom's pain when he's like why are all these cameras in my face and there's just like no emotional reaction at all It's like, hey, they turn around, they're just like, hey. Um, So I would probably say right after the ceremony, um, you can, as the officiant is like approaching the very end where he's like, all right, are you guys ready? I now pronounce you husband and wife. Um, You can just like see it in their faces. They're like so excited. Um, Sometimes the bride will start like jumping around um, and then they walk down the aisle. Um, Those are always so fun. Yeah, sometimes we also do these little interviews right before the first look, and that's usually that usually can spark some emotion. So kind of watching those again is kind of kind of cute. Um, but yeah, probably then, and then just once the party starts, you can just tell like everything is like gone away, and they're just so happy. Mm-hmm. I feel like leading up to the ceremony, everyone is always like so anxious and stuff, and then after that, it's kind of like, okay, we did the official part. Now let's just celebrate us and party exactly yeah absolutely do you have any wedding day rituals Allie loves a good dr pepper oh yeah before the wedding i love a good coffee anything that you do to kind of hype yourself up before you get going well i get pretty excited on wedding days (laughs) i so i get up sometimes like usually i feel like i don't sleep the night before the wedding i'm usually awake all night um and i'll get up super early like 5 a.m um and usually, so I go and fly the drone in the morning and I feel like that's probably 
pretty standard ritual. Mm-hmm. I'll get up real early, like sometimes before the bride and groom are even up um, and go fly the drone. Usually I'll have enough time because I got up so early that I can go and like sit down and get breakfast. Um, but that's, that's probably my ritual It's just waking up early and kind of using the drone to get into that creative flow a little bit. Is, Details too. I know you were like crazy, crazy busy this year. Did that ritual kind of kill you? I feel like <laughs> get, not sleeping and waking up early when you're shooting two weddings every weekend would just like I would be dead the whole rest of the week. Yeah, I learned pretty early on after like two weekends in a row where I had two weddings um, that I needed to like pace myself a little better. Mm -hmm. So I bought like a cooler for my car and I packed every weekend. I'd pack it with a bunch of Gatorade and a bunch of snacks. And that was huge. I didn't realize how like important it was to like actually eat and drink. Yeah. And you guys had a big year this year anyway. You moved, you like, I feel like you were so busy personally too that it's. How do you do the work-life balance thing? Well, now that it, I feel like it's slowed down, um, I feel yeah. like I'm finally finally getting in a, into a routine, but it definitely took a little time to yeah. kind of, especially going full-time, you don't really realize how like how important it is. Like when you have a supervisor, someone to tell you what to do, Yes, it's kind of nice, but you kind of have to force yourself to be your own supervisor. Like I need to do this and- it's hard not to answer emails when you're laying in bed at 11 p.m. It's hard to wait until the next morning. And it, I feel like I've caught myself having to be like, no, like you kind of need to keep office hours. It is hard because like with our industry living in Iowa, you know, in Hawaii, it's beautiful. Oh, not saying that Iowa is not beautiful all year. Round. But, you know, it's always green. It's always busy season. But here in Iowa, we do kind of have a more busy season and so it is hard to you know in January your day is going to look very different than what it might look like in October exactly I know I don't know what I'm going to do in slow season I guess I'm going (laughs) to catch up do some creative shoots I saw you just did a proposal type promo with little lights on the lane is that correct yeah yeah little lights yeah have you guys ever shot there beautiful no I haven't yet yeah, we did great. um we have like a sister real estate company and so we did like a 3d virtual tour for them oh, so that's it's cool. gorgeous yeah um ali you kind of did a like engagement session type yeah. what do you call that and is that kind of common or is that becoming more common i loved it it inspired me to make pizza one night <laughs> <laughs> yeah what do you call that ben um, so, I mean, it's kind of different. It can either be a save the date or a mm-hmm. hype, I guess we called it at one point. Hype yeah. video. Um, hype that makes you sound like you're a football player. I love yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> so photographers have the benefit of like getting to know the couple um, before the wedding by doing engagement photos. And I don't think they really realize how important that is for feeling comfortable in front of the camera. Like, mm-hmm. um, so I like to, sometimes I like to do them um to kind of get to know the couple a little bit see what makes them click so usually we'll like go and get a beer or something before I think we did that with Allie and Joe yeah and yeah so I I like doing those just because I feel like it helps me get to know the couple a little more and then on their wedding day they're they already know what the experience is like um for film versus photo that's kind of like one of 
my biggest pitches for like why you should do an engagement session is because it is kind of like a first date between you and your photographer to kind of figure out how your photographer works, how they pose. So yeah, I guess I never really realized that a videographer doesn't have that advantage unless they do a video like that with you. So it definitely, I feel like gets rid of some nerves, especially with guys probably who are like the ones that you have to convince to do a video or to do photos. Um, I feel like after our engagement session or after our video with you, it was like, whoa, that wasn't, that was fun. That wasn't as, you know, with photo engagement photos, I always hear that wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. (laughs) And I'm always like, no, it's not. It's fun. Like you can make a date out of it. And it's just good to feel comfortable with who you're working with. So on the day of your wedding, you're not like, I don't know what to expect, or you have this picture of what it's going to be in your head. That's not what it is at all. Um, so I def- I think that's a really cool thing. And I don't think a lot of videographers do that. Um, and I had never heard of it before, but I was like, Hey, yeah, let's, I felt like we had our own little music video, which was interesting <laughs> for sure. Um, Another thing that's cool about them too, is it doesn't happen all the time, but so photographers, essentially they have, free advertisement when they go to these weddings because there's photos that they had taken so like right. sometimes i've had couples play the video during their reception oh that's way um, cool so oh, it's kind of like free advertisement i didn't um, even think about doing that that that's um, awesome um, so i think we have a couple this year that they wanted we called it a cocktail hour video ooh. and it's i'm gonna go and like interview them maybe do some portraits and it'll be kind of about their relationship that um, is that so they'll play cool. during their cocktail hour. I want to do a drunk history with Josh and I of our relationship and like put it on like oh, a secret spot really, on our website. Really funny. <laughs> that would be that would really be funny. Um, so how many weddings have you shot now? Do you know? Um, I think it's probably roughly 80 weddings. That's incredible. In two years, uh, pretty much. That's yeah, insane. Two and a half. Yeah. Um so you've seen a lot of weddings, a lot of wedding stories. What is your best wedding story? My best wedding story, I'd probably have to say it's probably it's probably this year. Um, so in 20, yeah, 2020, it was back in June. We were supposed to go to St. Lucia for a wedding. And COVID was like at its prime. Right. And so like a flight, this is like when flights were all getting canceled and everything. So that plan all got uh canceled going to St. Lucia and so we weren't we weren't going to make a profit from this wedding anyways we were just going to get our travel kind of paid for Mm -hmm. um but we had convinced the bride well like our value and after St. Lucia one got canceled they still decided to have their original wedding date um they were just going to get married in their backyard um and it was kind of nice because the bride came to us and was like, Hey, whatever we have to do to get you at our wedding. Um, so we came to this wedding and um, even though it wasn't in St. Lucia, I just, I feel like I could feel the emotion of the day. Um, I felt bad because the, during the reception, like right after the ceremony, it just started storming so bad to the point where we thought like the tents were going to blow away. Um, oh, I remember this video. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of nice because, so the photographer was only there for a couple hours, like three to four hours, but we were there from like morning until like 10 PM. So we got to kind of coordinate the toast when they did the cake cutting, we kind of organized the first dance. So it felt kind of nice kind of watching all of this kind of come together. Um, 
So yeah, that was that was a pretty fun experience. Man, I thought you were gonna say our party bus. I don't know why. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no yours was uh, more yours was more active than some party buses. Oh, that we've had, so. so active. Um, <laughs> too active. <laughs> I okay. So that was your best, and I love that. I love that they didn't. You know, they still celebrated their love on that day, and even with the rain, that video is what well, we should post um the tents almost flying away on our instagram too so people can see that <laughs> um so let's hear the worst wedding story anything crazy or worst so i've been i feel like i've been pretty fortunate i haven't ever had anything like terrible happen mm-hmm. um nothing too weird kind of like campy's story <laughs> kendra's yeah. story oh my uh, gosh but, um a horror if i was in a horror story for me so this was back in 2019 I was setting up for the ceremony. We'd already recorded like their first look. We did like an interview or two. Um, and I was setting up. So during my ceremony, I set up multiple cameras and um, I'm in the back setting up the back one, right? Like five minutes before the ceremony is about to start. And for some reason, the camera keeps stopping. I'm just trying to shoot it in 4k and it keeps automatically stopping. I'm like, what's going on? Why is it doing this? And in my head, I thought to myself, I know what'll fix it. Let me just format this card. And so I formatted it. And as soon as I did it, I thought to myself, like, wait a second, we recorded like the first look, the interviews, but benefit is I had another person. Lauren was with me. So I had a secondary angle, but I just remember thinking, so I think we had one interview on the camera. So I remember I had to go and like talk to the people I interviewed and be like, Hey, we got to do this one more time. Did you see my face just now? I I got secondhand stress from that story. I just remember (laughs) I started sweating and I had to play it cool. Like, Oh my. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's probably the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. Um, But that's the benefit of having two shooters with you is you always, I always have a secondary angle. Yeah, that is crazy. That is my worst nightmare to have a card malfunction or something like that where you lose stuff. Luckily, with video, you can recreate some of the things, um, but not everything. So, yeah. Do you always shoot with two people? Yeah, I did have a wedding this last uh, summer where I shot most of it by myself. I had somebody help me during the ceremony. but man, that was, that was exhausting. And it's just nice to have someone else there to kind of bounce ideas off of creatively. Um, Cause like when my head is focused on like making sure I capture like the most important stuff, like the reaction, right. the ceremony, sometimes it's hard to have that other job of being creative. Yeah. Um, so having somebody to be like, wait, okay, so what can I do that would be unique? So kind of bouncing ideas like that is nice. So at the end of every episode, we toast to something that has helped us in the last week so Allie do you want to go first yeah I'm actually toasting to you Mayor, because we missed last we took a break last Uh-oh. week and it was Meredith's birthday which oh, is yeah. so exciting um and I haven't seen you in forever and wasn't able <laughs> to see you on your birthday because of COVID. I feel like birthdays after you basically turn 21 they're just like I know. Okay. I know. It's just <laughs> another year. Um, yeah. And but, our birthdays are weird because it, it was two days after Christmas. And then Josh's is four days before. So oh, that's nice. crazy that you guys are 
mm-hmm. where your parents yeah. in the wedding industry and trying to plan a baby around slow right? season. I know. Right? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, oh, well, thank you. Yes, trusting to you because I love you and you deserved a non-COVID birthday, but next year we'll do it upright. We're going to rage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I'm going to toast to, hopefully he's not listening. We're going to toast to Josh. Okay. <laughs> because he drove us to St. Louis and back and it was snowing on our way down there and like icy and we had a wedding in St. Louis. So um, I photographed it and it was just snowing and icy on the way down there. So it took us an hour extra. And then we drove back last night and it was like super dense fog the whole time. Ugh. And he just rocked it. So toasting to him. All right, Ben, do you have ben? something to toast to? Yeah, I think I'm going to toast to all of the 2020 couples that are patiently waiting for their wedding videos. I'm not know how. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hu- it can be very stressful to have people like messaging you like, hey, where's my video? Um, when like I hate rushing through the videos, like I yeah. want to make each video unique. Um, so I, I feel like I've been very fortunate. All my couples have been very patient. Yeah. And as we just continue to just knock them off during this off season, it's nice to not have that like overwhelming, like, Hey, where's my video? I I felt like that with photos too, because I feel like everybody was so in a short time frame that you're like, do you want your photos done? Like, I really want to do them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so as one of your 2020 couples, take your time. I mean, All right, I'll get it to you in the next three years or something. Okay, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> you have a lifetime to watch the video. Make yes, sure it's exactly, done right. Exactly. Well, we are so, so thankful that you were a part of this today and you've always been a big supporter and shared our our podcast on your feed. And, yes, thank you so um, much. We we adore you and I can't wait to see what happens in the future and your mm. creative endeavors. I'm sure that it will continue to grow. Thank you for being our that. first guest of 2021. Oh, yeah. Hey, let's go. Hey. Yeah. I was sad. I didn't know that our last podcast was going to be our last podcast because we decided to do a break because I would have totally said, <laughs> see you next year. And I missed oh, shoot. that opportunity. Oh, shoot. I know. There's always I know. next December. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, thank you so much, Ben. And we mm. truly appreciate it. Yeah. And thank you to all of our listeners oh, yeah. for listening. Uh, rate review and subscribe we're making 2021 our year so thank you all for listening and we will see you next week bye love you